1: or you can visit us online at compass-ltd.com. While you're at the website, click on the radio section of the page. You can check out past shows. You can subscribe to our program on such incredible things as Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Spotify. What a world. What a wonderful technological (laughs) world. Please don't hesitate to reach out to us with questions or to set up a face-to-face meeting. Now, during today's episode, we're going to discuss something that probably all been guilty of, or maybe guilty of at some point, no matter how careful we are with our finances, and that's bad financial habits. Curbing your bad financial habits could be a powerful tool in your journey to achieving more financial independence. And not only that, if you have an overall financial goal that you're trying to achieve, like paying off a home equity loan or you know buying a new car, eliminating bad spending habits can help you get there quicker. Now, before we roll up our sleeves and get to work on those bad spending habits, though, I'd really like to introduce the co-host extraordinaire, Tony Shore. How you
0: doing? I today? am great today. Feeling good and just getting back into the swing of things here. Looking forward to the show, as always, Matt. I mean, my goodness, the That's wisdom big. that you impart each and every week. It's almost <laughs> more than I can bear.
1: <laughs> I imagine it's almost more I can bear hearing <laughs> you say that.
0: Well, no, seriously, though, I've had a great week. I'm keeping busy. How about you? fantastic
1: well you know i'll tell you as we record this show we're looking you know a couple tumultuous days in the market uh, yeah but luckily i think when people have done the proper planning uh it's it's not as crazy as it can be i was actually uh, talking on the phone earlier today with a day trader friend of mine who's tearing his hair out and <laughs> I bet. going slowly insane uh and yeah, I was talking to another advisor friend of mine, and you know, when when you have some things put properly in place, when you expect some things like this to inevitably happen, as they always may, it doesn't make you happy, unless you, of course, you know, you're a young investor. Then there's nothing better than a down market. Uh, but you know, having a good plan in place is is important, and I think this is another. This is how this ties in. You know, having some great habits in place can make it so that when things like this do inevitably happen in the market as a whole you don't
0: get it. Well, right. Exactly. And, you know, the coronavirus talk is really they they blame that on the market. But, you know, other people are saying, well, we needed a correction. It was overvalued. So you hear a lot of different takes on it. But, yeah, the market has been very volatile. And that is why you need a plan. And that's what we talk about every week on the show with helpful tips. And you know, I, you know, Matt, honestly, I like to think that I'm pretty good with my money and I don't make too many impulsive or unwise financial decisions, pizza buffets and record stores. um, But I suspect that, like most people, if I went through things, I might find some financial choices that make me cringe. You know, five hundred dollars on record albums last month.
1: What? <laughs> That's. No, that's acceptable. Yes,
0: that should be acceptable.
1: So, <laughs> especially if
0: it's part so, of the plan. Yeah, make that part of my. My wife does not want that to be part of the financial plan. <laughs> so we have a difference of opinion there. But why don't you start off by telling us about some bad financial habits you've seen people make out there uh, during your career to help us out so we can avoid them? Yeah, I'm. I, you know, certainly,
1: I think a lot of people hopefully have learned some of these lessons already along the way, but. Uh, let's also take into account for the fact that some people just have never been taught this advice, right? We, we're not born with this innate wisdom of how to make our finances work. So, uh, and let's get this out of the way. Not all bad financial habits are created equally. And you know, we're all entitled to grab lunch out with our colleagues from time to time. There's nothing wrong with the occasional latte or we can get away. You know, as long enjoying as enjoying life body. is, <laughs> there I'll you go. Sure. But, uh, you know, enjoying life is equally, if not more important as, you know, planning for the future. There, there are things, though, some big and some small that can make a real difference in both of those. So the first idea I think I want to discuss today is simply not spending more than you earn. There was a piece, Seven Bad Financial Habits You Need to Break Right Now, was by the interestingly named but reputable website, NerdWallet, which is a great source. Uh, no, it notes that one in five Americans spend more than they earn and another 38% are just breaking even. That's kind of scary, but how about this? If you can join the 40% of Americans who spend less than they earn, you'll be doing yourself a real financial.
0: Well, huge. And I love sites like NerdWallet, Matt, because they do provide real and important information in a way that's sometimes lighter and more accessible for the average person. Uh, What what are some more um, financial tidbits from that article you mentioned?
1: Yeah, and you make a great point there because as many art as many, you know, journals I, I you know, the journal of financial planning, I'm sure most of our listeners aren't going to want to read that cover to cover like I do every I month, unless they have trouble sleeping. You're crazy. But NerdWallet does have some really good information, and it is easy and great to digest for the you know, the normal everyday person. Now, one of the other things, a couple of the other things from the article, there's two I really agree with. One, stop ignoring your bills and stop using credit cards like the free market. Now, when it comes to paying your bills, don't wait until the collection agency calls. Bad policy right there. Your payment history, significant factor in your financial future. In uh, fact, according to, an, there's another NerdWallet article, How to Build Credit, a 30 of your credit score is based on your ability to pay your bills on time. Uh, with credit cards, it can be very easy to get caught up in the moment. You go to the mall, end up making several purchases that seem like a simple swipe of plastic, or even worse, now you just go online, you click a couple things, you're not even swiping it anymore. What's the harm, right? But at the end of the month, bill comes those purchases that didn't seem like a big deal at the time end up hitting you like an unpleasant thunderbolt and for many people credit cards are an important necessary part of life i get that but they, if they're not handled correctly they can almost single-handedly destroy your financial goals and more importantly your financial dreams
0: well i mean not relying too much on credit cards that that does register with me some cards i mean they really get you with high interest rates a uh, It makes that new pair of shoes or golf clubs or whatever you're into, uh, you know, they can make them 15 to 20 percent more expensive. So you really need to be asking yourself, is it really worth it? Right.
1: Yeah, it's not it shouldn't be treated as free money. If you're using your credit cards, it's simply as an expense tracking device. You know, unless you're paying those off in full every month, they should you should never be using them to accrue debt or getting things you just want, but really don't need. And you you make a great point. I mean, it's a great way to look at it the way you said it. Uh, The article also notes that complaining about your paycheck is another financial bad habit many people share. Let's face it. Complaining doesn't solve anything. As a matter of fact, complaining makes things worse. All of a sudden, you're focused on the negative. If you think you're underpaid, go to your supervisor. Make a thoughtful case. After that, if you don't get the raise you deserve, start looking for another job. Now, start looking for another job. Don't quit then and there. It's a very bad way to go about it things. Make sure you have something else lined up before you leave. But listen, never undervalue yourself. Always strive to get what you're worth.
0: You know, that right. sounds like great advice. So let's um, maybe we should take a moment right now to talk about what you're paying me to co-host the show with you.
1: Uh, I thought you were paying to be the show. Yeah, unsure. that's
0: more like it. Yeah, yeah, I no. should be. <laughs> I, I should be. I mean, this kind. Of, where else can I get this kind of exposure, Matt? Um, exactly, but seriously, I can get on board with that. It makes sense. I mean, most people probably have moments when they think they're not getting paid what they deserve or not getting paid enough. But it does take courage to go to your boss and advocate for yourself. And but sometimes that boldness just might be the best choice you can make, right?
1: Yeah, and like I said, make it a thoughtful case. Right? If you just think, "Well, I've been here for two weeks and haven't gotten a raise," well, you might be prepared. You know, prepare yourself for some bad news. Uh, but, uh, if you have a thoughtful case, make it. And if you're not finding what you need, be prepared though. You know, there may not be tons of opportunities in your area. How, you know, sometimes you just need to be thankful for your check, but you should never be taken advantage of And if you can have that boldness, I think it's a great idea to do, uh, you know, replacing a few of our bad financial habits with good financial habits, like keeping up with our bills, remembering credit cards, aren't free money, having a more positive attitude about yourself, your value, they can have a profound and lasting effect on your
0: financial. That's true. And that's good advice to help us break some of these bad financial habits. And another way is to work with a financial planner like yourself. And speaking of that, let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you and set up that complimentary consultation. Sure.
1: You know, getting ready for retirement, it's a cornerstone of your financial process. You want to be able to get in touch with us very easy visit the website compass-ltd.com or call the office 800-339-9252. We can talk about how our team can help you be able to answer your questions, address your concerns. It's our goal to make sure we help you prepare for the retirement you're working so hard for, but also some of those little things like this, these tips that can help you enjoy your life
0: now. Well, yeah, it's huge. And I think this is really important. Now, uh, we've been talking about the bad financial habits that plague so many Americans. And so far, you've talked about spending less, paying your bills, and don't treat those credit cards like free money. So let's keep this conversation going. What other strategies are out there, Matt, for breaking bad financial habits?
1: There was a a really good article in U.S. News and World Report. They called it Five Ways to Break Your Bad Money Habits and highlighted some other really helpful information. And the article brings up the importance of setting realistic goals. I certainly agree with that. Uh, it also notes that many people fail at changing their bad financial habits because they fall into this feast or famine mindset when it comes to their money. You now, if you attempt to completely deprive yourself of every indulgence or enjoyment, you probably eventually give up any notion of budgeting because you feel like the whole process is just too hard or it's just not worth it. Now conversely, if you spend freely and give in to every conceivable want, you're probably pretty bound to pay a heavy cost sooner or later.
0: Well, m- everything
1: in moderation. It is the saying, right? It, it is the saying, and it's a relative, you know, there's there's a reason some of these sayings exist, yeah. right? Uh, you know, the article urges people to track their spending, and we we're. T- I was just talking about this before. That's the best way you can use your credit card. It's something I've long advocated for. Don't just do a quick mental inventory of what you think you've been spending. Take time to do the real inventory. Get a receipt for everything you buy use those receipts, keep a running tally of your your spending, you know, using a spreadsheet or an app, put it right on your phone, track where money's going. can be very illuminating and it can really help decrease the chances of a forgotten purchase coming back.
0: Well, yeah. And having that visual on what you're spending, I think that's a good way to really understand where your money is going uh, so you can break those potential bad habits. That's Mm -hmm. a really good idea, Matt. And I think uh, it helps me, you know, to diligently track what I'm spending on food, clothes, housing, other necessities. My wife and I uh, do a budget. We try to do it once a week, at least once a month, um, sometimes more. Sometimes we make that once a week uh, goal. And uh, it's, I think it helps us determine where we're spending unnecessarily. Uh, is there anything else you have for us?
1: Sure. Let's, uh, the, there was a HuffPost.com article, uh, Seven Bad Financial Habits, How to Fix Them. And it advocates for a potentially radical realignment of your credit card habits. It goes a little bit against what I was saying before. Now, what I was saying before is if you have, if you've done some of this inventory and you know what you're, you're not, you're not overspending, you're not spending more than you earn, your credit card's a really good way to keep track of your stuff. But if you're not doing that, this is a, this is, this is a really good way to go about it, too. Don't use your credit cards for everyday purchases. Keep a card handy just in case of an emergency, like an unexpected car repair. Uh, it goes as far as to argue that if you're over your limits, you should grab a pair of scissors and cut your cards up. And quite honestly, I've given that advice. I follow that advice at one point just after college. Uh, and it's a great idea, especially if you've
0: gone. Oh, yeah, I've been there and done that seriously. And cutting them up definitely prevents you from taking them to the mall to go shopping. Mm -hmm. So do you have any other advice from that article?
1: Yeah, that one, this article has one that I couldn't agree with more. Uh, Avoid payday loans. I cannot stress enough how much you should do this. Uh, The interest rates for many of these payday loans are incomprehensibly high. They end up creating a new debt cycle that leaves people feeling hopeless, desperate. It's a hard thing to get out of. They're so harmful. They're banned in 14 States. They come with restrictions in another nine States. Uh, I wish people could um, know on their own without government intervention to not do something as bad of an idea as a payday loan. But this is one of those cases. I almost feel like it's a it's a good. Uh, I hate saying <laughs> government should reach into lies like that, but uh, it's 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 a horrible one to get involved in. It's just dangerous, bad debt, and quite often they're used for more nefarious means. You know, escaping income and Child, uh, child support, things like that, just so that doesn't have to be reported income. Stay away from payday. loans. Yeah, terrible. Uh, the article also suggests this: um, suggests sell sell old items, cut some other expenses. You know, do do what you can to stay out of the vicious payday loan cycle. There's so all sorts of means: Facebook Marketplace, you know, Craigslist. There's all sorts of ways to get rid of old stuff, and it really is one man's trash is another man's treasure. You put that stuff; it's amazing quite honestly, how quickly things that may have no more value to you can be sold and add value to someone else.
0: Right. And and that's huge, obviously. And talk about a bad habit. Yeah. I mean, payday loans, uh, it's more of a payday nightmare. And, uh, and a lot of people do fall into that trap sadly. Uh, but there are other traps too, like, you know, no money down, no interest, but they, they get you, you have to be careful about any type of loan. Mm-hmm. No money
1: down, no interest get you to get it right then. And then before you know it, you've forgotten to pay for it because there was no money down, no interest. Then the interest kicks in and it's practically loan sharking rates. So you have to be very careful. with right. offers. Uh, now there's another uh, part back to this U S news world report article uh, covered the importance of, you know, setting realistic goals, changing your mindset. I think they're very simple, very important setting realistic goals. Is important because, you know, if you reach for too much too quickly with your goals, you're likely setting yourself up for a failure. Now, there's an old saying, you know, how do you eat, how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time, right? So if you try and eat the whole thing, you can't do that. If you go out to dinner three nights a week and then decide immediately to stop going out for dinner, it might not be sustainable for your no. lifestyle. Maybe maybe transition down to twice a week for a month, then go once a week for a month. You know, implementing a reasonable process will help you achieve your goals. Trying to overhaul your entire life in one day often leads to not achieving any of any of those goals, take it in steps. Changing your mindset's vital. If you've given up one of your weekly meals, don't focus on what you're depriving yourself of. You know, focus on how that small sacrifice will help you pay down your debt faster. It'll allow you to potentially reach your retirement goals a little quicker. Think having that more positive mindset allows you to achieve things you as as hippy dippy as this may sound. It allows you to achieve things you didn't think were possible otherwise.
0: Well, the power of positive thinking. I love it. I love it. Well, hey, uh we should probably take a minute here, Matt, for you to let our listeners know how to get a hold of you. I know you're offering a complimentary no-cost, no-obligation consultation.
1: Yeah, uh you call us 800-339-9252 or visit us online compass-ltd.com. While you're there, again, go to the top left-hand corner of the page. There's a thing called the color of money risk analysis. Click on that, fill it out. It's a great launching point for us to have some of these discussions, understand what some of your attitudes towards money are, where you're at when you come in, so that we can have a more constructive conversation when, when you come in for that complimentary consultation.
0: That's awesome. And a reminder, you're listening to The Financial Compass with our host, Matt Brunner. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore. And during today's show, we're talking about the importance of finally breaking these bad financial habits. And you're talking about, you've given us some great advice and some of it might seem like, well, hello, Captain Obvious, but the stats show the majority of Americans aren't doing it. You shouldn't spend more than you earn. Uh, That's a no brainer, but so many people, I think the majority of Americans do spend more than they earn. Then you can't. They
1: they carry unnecessary debt. You can't treat,
0: you know, treat your credit cards like free money and avoid, you know, payday loans. So good discussion so far, and and that payday loan thing—that's terrible. So, what's next on the list?
1: Well, all right. So, in the first two segments, we used the word "bad" a lot, and I realized at the end of the last segment, and I said, "Let's you know keep this, you know, have that positive mentality." So, let's focus on the word "good" here. Uh, there's plenty of good financial habits many of our listeners could easily put into their financial toolbox if they haven't
0: already. Well, I think it's a good idea. Stay positive. After all, it's probably wise for us to focus more on the good than the bad so what do you have for us okay so there's a
1: very nicely done article from goodfinancialsense.com and that's sense with C E N T. Uh, of course of
0: course it is why wouldn't it be so
1: rough. yeah (laughs) well it's called 27 good financial habits you need for ultimate financial success that's pretty cut and dry i guess ultimate financial success so uh but you know it made a point that jumped out at me right away pay yourself Uh, If you're like most people, you're working hard, you're living within your means or you're unlike most people. But if you're working hard and living within your means, uh, if that's the case, you've earned the right to do a little something for yourself. A very easy way to do this. And it might seem counterintuitive. I'm not going to tell you. Well, I'm not going to tell you to eat pizza, buy a snowmobile or a Corvette or anything. Uh, Put put a little extra money into your 401k Ah. or your retirement account. It's a treat you can do for yourself that will absolutely pay off for you down the road. It doesn't feel so great right now, but it's one of those things that it's going to, it's there in the future, you know, it, and it, it, your hard work continues to lead to more income. Give yourself a raise, increase the amount you're contributing to your retirement savings as that goes up. Great little treat. You
0: can yeah, I like that. And if you're working hard and making good financial decisions, you should reward yourself, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah. the The article describes how you can reward yourself by focusing on, Here's another one. Buying value uh, rather than always sure. purchasing what's cheapest. know, there's plenty of times you should buy the cheapest product because there's no real difference between the cheapest and the most expensive. But that is not always the case. Or maybe you need a new laptop. You know, Should you buy one from a brand you know, read positive reviews, or should you try to save a few bucks by buying a knockoff from an electronic store in Times Square, a, you know, <laughs> Panaphonics? <laughs> you know? Have you, you done that? Probably No, but I know people who have. So, you know, let's, you know, again, sometimes value is more important than, than price. Uh, you know, there's, there's really times where spending a little more money on the front end will save you a lot of money on the back end. And uh, another tip I like on this same thing is uh, paying your bills ahead of time, right? If you have a little extra money now, why not double up on a mortgage or a car payment? Uh, doing, doing that means you relieve yourself of the debt burden even quicker. And knowing you're playing the game with a lead rather than trying to come back from behind, it's always a great feeling. You know, one tip I gave my 16-year-old daughter gets in her car, and I said, never let your tank go below half full.
0: Oh, wow. When it gets yep. to half, that's when you yep. fill it up. I told my you're daughter all, the same thing. That way you're thing. always
1: playing the game ahead. You're not, oh, my gosh, I need $5 so I can get to work. It's if things get bad, you still have a half a tank yep, of gas left. Exactly. Right? Never let your never let that tank go below half full, and you'll keep that more positive. It's, it's tiny little things like that that help you keep that more positive mindset. At
0: all. Yeah, and speaking of good feelings, uh, imagine what it would feel like to pay off your house or your car, maybe months or even years earlier. That's awesome. So what's next?
1: How, how about this one? If you've put, you know, I I don't. I, if you put yourself on solid financial footing, maybe it's time to finally jump on that business idea you've been dreaming about. I don't wanna I don't want to say go ahead like earlier, don't just leave your job to do this, unless you can have that mentality. But if you've got that good financial footing, you don't wanna be undercapitalized when you start this business, but initially you might be able to use your idea as a side business, right? Maybe it just provides some extra income. But what if it takes off? Maybe you or your spouse will be able to give up your current job, that you don't love to pursue it full-time without losing any income. Now you're doing something, you know, that can stabilize your finances and you end up opening, opening up numerous personal professional opportunities. And personally, you're just more satisfied in your life.
0: That's the American dream right there. Yeah, it kind of yeah.
1: is. It kind of is right. And here's again, here's, here's the difference between I was watching a great uh, podcast the other day and, and they were talking, They it was, they were talking about different ideas and one person, they were, there was millionaires talking to minimum wage earners and there were two minimum wage earners who thought that you can absolutely work your way out of that situation. And there were millionaires saying we were minimum wage earners when we started. The difference was there met their mindset, right? They just said, we're going to make this work at all costs. They worked hard. They sacrificed. They gave up things along the way to get to their goals. And I'm not saying everybody's got to try and be a millionaire by the time they're 25 years old, but if you want it, I truly believe that if you keep that positive mindset of success, that that's going to be where you had end up, that's going to help you get there. So if you are going to take that, and I, that's why I kind of struggle about putting this one out. If you're going to take that step, make sure you're taking it with the right mindset, That you're willing to make the sacrifices and you're willing to put in the hard work because I truly do believe that when that happens, you can find your way to, to almost nearly any. Journey. That's awesome.
0: Well, I think that's a good note to end the show on. We're out of time for today's show. Matt, is there anything else you want to add before we go?
1: One last one. Along the way, find a way to help others that will always help you, I think, in the end. Be even more one thankful for the things you have. Keep that positive mindset and keep you helping working towards your goals. Um, That said, my way I can help others right now on this show at the end here. Come in, complimentary consultation. There's no cost, there's no obligation. We'll sit down, we'll talk about these concepts or others. You'll have my hour of time. Um, it's a it's a, a great way to get prepped for that. Go to our website, compass-ltd.com, fill out the color of money risk analysis up in the top left-hand corner, click on that, get that filled out. When we sit down, I find that has, helps us have a great starting ground to have a much more constructive conversation if you do take advantage of that offer or uh, you can find us online, again, compass-ltd.com, or just call the office and we can set you up with that when you get in there, 800 339
0: 92 Hey, that sounds great. Thanks so much, Matt, and good show today. That does it Thanks. for today's episode of The Financial Compass with our host, Matt Brunner. Thank you for listening to The Financial Compass. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Matthew Brunner at Comprehensive Planning Associates. Call 800-339-9252